This is Coach Donovan Patterson coming at you with Love and War. This is the podcast to help you learn and apply the principles, practices, and sciences to loving yourself in the deepest way you can experience. And then taking that self-love into any conflict, any battle, or any endeavor that you need to go through to get all the beautiful things that you desire in life. Because when you learn love first, success will follow. All right. I feel like I start every episode with all right in some way, shape, or form. Uh, anyway, this is episode five of the Love and War podcast. We're talking about emotional blocks that ambitious people and entrepreneurs battle with the most. So this is this goes with the theme of Love and War. I want to start off strong. I want to start with what I feel like most people are affected with the hardest. So point number one is not loving yourself. It's the Love and War podcast. I had to start with this one first. So when we talk about going after things, when we talk about wanting things in life, we're typically, most frequently, subconsciously taught, go after things from a place of desire. I mean, like, that's the word want to go after something. It seems like it's just a part of it, you know, from a place of desire, like you need something. We go after things from a place of not just what I want, but I need to have. And we are more proficient and efficient at taking action from a place of reaction to things we don't want. So people we want to prove wrong, competition or or imagine competition that we feel we need to conquer to validate some aspect of ourselves, prove something. And what I find with the people who want the biggest things out of life is that they do it by generating a very huge concept of dissatisfaction with either who they currently are or where they currently are at. I didn't know um, a lot about Michael Jordan before I was watching the uh, the Last Dance uh, documentary, but it was funny the the smallest things that would motivate him or <laughs> or that he would take personal to to feel like it was it was time to take it to another level, but with him it was some it was always something negative. It wasn't something that made him really happy that got him revved up. He found something that created dissatisfaction in him that made him want to overperform and do a little bit more. But that sense of dissatisfaction with who you are or where you're currently at is is a theme. For me personally, I know I reached that as I was coach before I had to start coaching myself out of the uh, deep sadness that I've been in previously in my life. That feeling of being caged or feeling like you need to make a move. You got to physically move your body. You got to instantly like you got to you got to cover some distance. You don't know where you want to go, but you know, you got to move. And for me, I'm real visual, like every memory I have, there's like an animation, there's a motion picture that goes along with it. So I could see it in my head, the image of of running or the image of being far, far away from where I physically was, but essentially where I was inside. Because realistically speaking, um, 
when I moved out of school, I moved far away from my family, all of the networking connections I made. I was already far away. So it was interesting because as I was having these thoughts inside of myself, like, oh, I need to make a move. I got to get someplace else so I could feel happy. And these thoughts are, some are conscious, some are, a lot of them are subconscious. But eventually I had this thought in my head that made me take pause. And it was like, but then what? But then what? Yeah, and the voice in my head is like, yeah, but then what? Like, what are you going to do when you get to the new place and you start to feel this way again? Are you going to run again? Not run away, but are, are you going to run into some other form of work? Deviate, deflect, find something else that your dissatisfaction can be wrapped around. And when I had that thought, it, and it made me take pause. It made me reevaluate the actions that I was planning on taking and the things I wanted to do because in actuality, it was a palliative measure or something that was dealing with the symptom, not the cause. Yes, it can end up manifesting itself in ways that we appreciate. Whenever something motivates you to move or do something that in certain ways are constructive, you're going to reap the benefits of those of that action objectively. Maybe in the past or for some people, you didn't really like your body, so you changed it. You didn't really like your job, so you changed it. You didn't like your circle, so you changed it. You didn't just change it. You went after change like a person who needed it, like a person who was trying to get away from something. And the main driver I found, especially for ambitious people, is more so to get away from pain and suffering and unpleasantness more so than it is to get to the good thing. The good part of having a good body, the good part of having a new job, the good part of having a new circle, the motivator is more deeply connected to getting away from the negative as is with the purpose of love and war to help end self-imposed self-suffering. The topic is relevant. So this is one of the largest issues but within it, there's a lot of opportunity. So my life brought me to a, a good job. Through that line of work, I was able to go to one of the country's most tropical vacation destinations pretty regularly. So money-wise, I was solid. Relationship-wise, I was in one. Like, I had the setup. But what I needed was something that I'd be looking for literally in every endeavor until I made myself find it inside of myself. Ambitious people get messaging that there's a lot of value in what we can do, what we can produce. And so we will use um, a business as a vessel to distract us a little bit. We can use our endeavors as, as a, a vessel to distract us. So insert any negative feeling, habit, way of being, and you can just Focus your energy on whatever you see as the way out. But no matter where you go, physically in the world, mentally to, to some form of distraction, no matter where you go, there you are. 
but the emphasis hasn't been where it needs to be. The emphasis was on what you could produce, what you could make, what you could distract yourself with. The emphasis hasn't ever been on loving yourself. And that's why even though you might find yourself in really amazing places with really incredible accolades, you find yourself empty. Unfortunately, it's more this way than the ideal way. Because when you learn to love yourself, life, business, fitness, relationships become much, much easier. Not to say that there are never ups and downs, but the way in which you can navigate them becomes much, much easier. And so if we move away from the way of thinking that we don't want to continue, how can we move towards loving ourselves right now? Again, there's a relationship we have with being in conflict with ourselves, hating on ourselves, trying to get the best out of ourselves or do the most work from hating on ourselves or being tough on ourselves. And that that isn't the truth. Because when we go about it this way, it's filled with a lot of self-loathing. Um, eventually, we end up burning out in really ugly ways. Some people might last longer than others. But when you take everything you have right now in front of you and decide you're going to love it, and again, that doesn't mean you won't still desire different things. But you'll love what's in front of you. You'll find a way to find happiness, peace, joy, love in what you have. And then when you're able to do that, you don't need self-depreciation anymore. Because you have a different fuel to motivate you towards action. And that's going to be what makes you last in the world as a creative or an entrepreneur in a much more healthful way. So in my own life, I've seen, and in the lives of others, when you get this component and you're able to, to maximize yourself, you can see the subtleties. You can see a lot of details differently. Essentially, you've heard the messaging before, like do what you're passionate about, do what you love. That's where you can get great work from. It is, a, it, it is of that same theme. You're going to see more details in your business. You're going to see more details in your relationship. You're going to be able to maximize the things that you have in front of you that much better. Because love is an incredibly powerful tool to overcome adversity, not just in in business or in fitness, but in life. So from there, the second thing that most people or most ambitious or entrepreneurial people tend to struggle with is not being able to visualize what the life that you want actually looks like, the details. So many entrepreneurs or ambitious people are not incredibly solid on a positive reference for the future. And as we know, when you aren't 100% on where you're going, it makes it really hard to get there. A lot of us might wake up and react to things as they come. I know I've done it a lot in the past. Whatever is presented to us in our lives or whatever, we'll work with it as opposed to embracing the art of dictating the pace or embracing the art of creating, taking the leadership role in our own lives. And if you aren't clear on what you want, you'll get more used to wanting than having. 
And wanting happiness is very, very different from having happiness. And the thing that makes the distinct difference is your thinking. So what you are aware of, you can control, and what you're not aware of will control you. A quick example to help um, understand a little bit is when you think about social media, you might, if you've ever taken the time to think about how you think of social media, the purpose that it serves for you, what it is for you, what do you most frequently think about? Do you Is your attention focused on uh, followers? Is it focused on content? Is it focused on engagement? Again, this depends on what your goal is, but consider where your focus lies and then consider how you think about that focus. If you're always looking for followers, your actions are driven more so by that. If you decide to focus more on engagement, maybe you find yourself relying more or paying more attention to comments or replying to people or finding ways to just casually have social interactions on social media. But to the point mentioned before, if you're efficient at reaction more so than proaction, it's harder to move more closely to your best interest. If it's more reaction than proaction, it's harder to move more closely to your best interest. So to get out of this, that former way of thinking, let's move towards your imagination. I've mentioned before that I'm a very imaginative person. Like my life has had a running movie since before I can remember. And when I encourage other people to go into their imagination, to think about what they really want, or to think about how the details, the day, to, the day in and day out would really look, think about what would be required of the person that makes the amount of money that you want to make. So if you want to make, if you want to be a millionaire, what type of work, how many books, how much knowledge? Think about someone who has the body that you want. Same thing. How many hours? How many reps? How much experience? Same thing with relationships. Think about the relationship you'd be interested in having. What does it look like? What does that person know? What does their day in and day out look like? Not just the Instagram post-worthy stuff either, like the actual the actual living in it type of stuff. Are you waking up early to make a sales call? Are you networking? Are you finding sponsorships? Are you arranging speaking engagements? What does your team look like? Are you big scale international or small town hero? All those little things. Let your imagination go to those places, not just what you will post about. And then just as a, as a bit of a disclaimer to this particular point, when you are breaking, I, I always recommend you break these types of things into two thought sessions. The first one being the dreaming session where you just allow yourself to imagine all the micro stuff, the stuff that you would post about. But imagine, just let yourself imagine and dream because you activate different systems in your mind when you start to figure out how you will make the things happen. But let yourself figure out all of what would be on that list. And then in the second thought session, that's when you digest it and do more of what we're talking about right now. What is it? What do the details look like? So allow yourself to wrap yourself concept in this pursuit. An easy way to start is to, again, make a list of those wants. And I highly, highly encourage anyone when you make a list of things that you want to 
have things on there that you do already have. So what that does is it helps to generate a sense of abundance. It helps to generate a sense of appreciation and thankfulness for what you do have as you want for more to help unlearn what we mentioned in those previous points. But if you take the things on the list that are new and write how much time in a week you think is needed for that, how much money do you think is needed for that? Just on the list, just add those two things to the bullet points, to each individual item. And at the end of it, you'll have the time and the cost for all of it, which is really all you need to say you've got a solid rough draft for the life that you want to lead. You thought about the details, you thought about the time, you thought about the money. Obviously, you're going to have a lot of blind spots. But this probably took you like 10 minutes. And what that's going to do for you, now that you have that, now you have it written out and understood, is incredible. So moving from there, moving to the third and final point for this particular podcast, the other thing that plagues most ambitious and entrepreneurial people is the struggle, the issue, the fight of not trusting yourself. I would almost, I would personally almost call myself a preacher for the, the cause of um, developing, writing for, and always building up the relationship you have with yourself. I talk a lot about improving the relationship you have with yourself because it is the longest relationship you'll ever have. But if you don't trust you, how can you expect someone else to? You treat yourself how you want your customers or your teammates or for people um, who benefit from the service you provide to treat you. For people who have poor working relationships with themselves, there's often a reality that in the past, you haven't been able to count on yourself. That means you've made a commitment to something, you told yourself you'd get something done, and you didn't. It means you said you'd make a change, and you stayed the same. It means you promised to get better, and you might have got worse. If that's the functioning or current relationship you have with yourself, then that is not sustainable. And to get where you'd like to get and accomplish what you'd like to accomplish, that definitely needs to change. Because if you had somebody that came into your life and anytime they told you they would do something, they didn't do it. And every time that they told you they would be there, they weren't. And every time they said that they would um, offer you some sort of benefit or help, they didn't. How would how would you respond to them? You definitely wouldn't trust them. And then that's the issue that a lot of us find ourselves in. So. What can you do to start to change it? Because if you don't have trust in yourself, it's definitely evident. But if you have a history of operate, operating in that way that is, is not serving you, you want to start working against that opposition. And something that you can do is find something you can achieve right now in this moment. Right now, you could commit to doing a push-up and do it. You could commit to creating a thoughtful tweet to put out to your followers on Twitter and post it. 
Because to be a creator, an entrepreneur, a person of ambition, you often will have to operate against feelings and information that puts your desires and actions into question. But if you can conquer the blocks that you have inside of yourself, then you'll be set up to be successful. And you have to be able to define success for yourself. You have to know that you are meant to create things in your life and in this world and, the and in the lives of the people you service. You also have to understand and believe that what you provide has not been seen before, at least not exactly in the way that you specifically can provide it. So whether that be because of your the way you grew up, the experiences that you had, your emotional understanding or intelligence, every little component that makes you you. While there might be a million other trainers, while there might be a million other people in marketing, while there might be a million other people in the industry, you have to feel like something about you is distinct or impressive enough to stand out. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't or shouldn't have started. But the thing is, if you don't believe in you, then you can't very well sell those aspects of you to the people that you want to buy into them. So how do we start to change that? To change that, we need to go to a mindset where you get the reps on top of reps, on top of reps, on top of even more reps in creating actionable tasks for yourself that you actually follow up on and finish. And the best way to do that is, again, to start small. Get small wins in your day-to-day to rebuild that relationship you have with yourself. Slowly but surely, slowly but surely. And you might think you need data in your brain for reference or proof that you can make big decisions or trust yourself with big risks. Really, you just need a reference that you can trust yourself at all. Nothing has to prove the innate worth of your trust ahead of time. Because in, in the same way that somebody applying for a job, when the employer says we need you to have experience, but everyone who could give him experience says he needs experience, it's like at some point you got to be able to go out on faith. You got to believe that you can do it. You got to believe that you're capable of something, something that's essential to the role of what you want to accomplish. Put it this way. Eventually, you're going to take things to the next level whatever that is for your life or your particular ambitions. If you're early in your 20s and you plan on one day starting a family, having a child, your business is going to get bigger than just you. Your family is going to get bigger. Your kids are going to look for you at you to make some decisions. Your, your, your future employees or the, the people who are going to benefit from your services are going to look to you for certain things. Eventually, you're going to have some more decisions to make. So start that process of getting comfortable trusting yourself and acting on it and following through. Start trusting yourself now and it makes it easier. It's usually not the life or death situations we make them out to be that gets us so anxious and, and gives us paralysis via analysis. So again, just start small and then get to the big win. Whether it's the decision to wake up early and exercise or it's on you to decide which business partner you're going to go with in the future. Make up your mind now what your relationship to you is going to be. In the same way you got a mission statement for your company, you can write it out. 
Commit to it. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. But whether you feel like you can trust yourself, whether you feel like you can love yourself, whether you feel like you can do anything that I mentioned today, I might not always like y'all, but I do always love y'all. But regardless, this is Coach Donovan Patterson coming at you with love and war. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you for checking out the podcast. You can search Love and War on social media if you're looking for more content to help end self-suffering for successful people and turn it into profitable action. If you enjoyed the podcast, consider leaving a review because I might not always like y'all, but I do always love y'all. So I want to hear what you think. But until next time.